Yo, what's this? Testing one, two. What's going on, Miami? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. All right, there we go. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Happy Monday. Yet another Monday here in the city. Oh, man, it's good to be back. Welcome, everybody. We do this every single day-ish to talk to the people of Miami and say, what's up? Today's topic is, what are the dangers of going out in the city of Miami? I'm here, minding my own business, looking up the news of Miami. There's ATVs in the road. There's motorcycles in the road. People blocking the streets. People doing wheelies 90 miles an hour. Getting close to my Honda. Making me feel like I'm in danger. Even though they're looking like they're having the time of their life. There's nothing worse than you feeling like your life is in danger while the other person is having a blast. Shout out to all the people out there driving through these streets while the ATVs are out there. Uh, What's going on, uh, Sincere? Issa, Maury, Oscar, Doko, Ian. That's what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to start calling you guys by a short name because some of your usernames is too much. Sincerely, Letty says, I-95 is crazy. When is I-95 not crazy? I-95 is a suggestion for how fast you should be going, if there's no traffic, of course. Whenever the I-95 is clear without any traffic, which is very rare, the only time I've ever seen that was in the beginning of the pandemic. And how I miss those days. Oh, do you guys remember when the streets of Miami were empty? Oh. Oh, memories. They'll never believe that. That's almost like saying, like, uh, remember when it snowed in Miami? When was that, in the 70s? You tell somebody, hey, it used to snow in Miami, people would be like, yeah, right. Now in the future, we can say, Back in 2020, there was no traffic in Miami. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm serious. During the pandemic, nobody went out for like a whole week. And then we realized, F it. We're all getting to get this virus together as a city. Miami never got together except for that one time when we decided to all get the virus at the same time. (laughs) That virus really brought Miami together. Hey, everybody, let's get this immunity out of the way. Herd immunity. Everybody come together and let's salsa dance. G. Andrea, Kimberly. Uh, yes, I miss it. Uh, Diaz, what's up, man? Peace looks good on you. The Louis collection. Steph. All right. So, uh, yeah, man, ATVs, motorcycles were out this weekend. What was the occasion? Was it because it's President's Day? Huh? <laughs> Is that what we're doing? We're out there in the streets with expensive motorcycles getting the police pissed off because it's President's Day? Is this how we retaliate? Huh? Is this how we get back to the presidents that are no longer alive? Happy President's Day. I completely forgot. That's right. And who, who has the day off on President's Day? What a weird, President's Day is one of those weird holidays that I don't even know. What are we celebrating, that we have presidents? Is that what we're celebrating? Hey, everybody, uh, America has presidents. Let's take a day off. I'll take it. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm just asking, like, what, what, do, we, what do we celebrate on President's Day? Hold on. What are we celebrating on President's Day? Day. I'm surprised people aren't complaining about this the same way they want to cancel uh, Columbus Day. Why don't they can't try to cancel President's Day? Uh, did you know that the presidents, the founding fathers had slaves? They're not my founding fathers. All they did was find this country. I didn't choose to be here. President sucks. <laughs> Presidential of them kids. Founding fathers. Hey, look, for, for all the people that are hating on the presidents, I'm just being facetious. You guys are really out here really thinking this stuff. Uh, if it wasn't for the presidents, 
we wouldn't be the great nation that we are. No one is perfect. No one is perfect. You think if you became president and they looked in your past, they'll find something? What happened if you, What would happen if you became president and they looked up your browser history? I don't think you'll be president anymore. All right? So <laughs> what about that one time you stole that kid's bicycle? Huh? What about that one time you, you bullied somebody in school? I'm sure you wouldn't be president either. If your face was out on Mar- Mount Rushmore... And there was something iffy on your phone browser. Oh, I was saying this joke before. If someone like Kanye slapped you in the face, you can't be president in America. (laughs) You'll forever be remembered as the guy that got slapped by Kanye. Ain't no way. If you get slapped by Kanye, there goes your entire career in just about anything. You got to put that on your resume if Kanye West ever slaps you in public. On camera? Hey, I'm here to get the job at Jamba Juice. Uh, it says here you got slapped by Kanye. Yeah, it's on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, we can't have you here. Why would Kanye want to slap you, man? What happened? Oh, I asked him to make Donda 2 better than, than Donda first, than the first one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Leo Bello, what's up, man? I'll fight Joe Biden right now. Mateo, take it easy. All right, Secret Service could be on the chat with us. We're a popular show. All right, we're right there next to Rogan. You never know. Mateo, Mateo 305, careful. You don't know who's looking in on the chat. Shout out to Mateo 305 for his final days. <laughs> oh, man. Leo Bella says, GVO right out. Good vibes only. It was planned. Last year they were out too. The only, the only lives at risk are their own. Oh, yeah, I ain't hating. I used to ride motorcycle too, Thursday nights. Me and my motorcycle club which were just a bunch of motorcycle nerds, but we still called it a club, all right? We were still a gang. We were a gang. We would go out and ride motorcycles, too. It would be like three dozen of us just riding out. We'd start from, like, Wynwood. Then we'd go do a late-night ride down to Homestead where it's free and clear, a lot less traffic and a lot more open space. And then we would ride back to Wynwood. We'd we'd be back, like, at 2 a.m. I get it. I understand riding out in clubs and groups and all that. It's exciting. Just go out there feeling like a pack of wolves clogging up the traffic. It's great being in the gang, but it's not being outside of it. You know what I mean? Like when you're stuck in traffic and then the the light turns green and then you see all those. You're like, look at these people having fun. And here I am stuck in traffic. Damn it. I can't stand these people. I get it. I've been there and I've been out. (laughs) I've done both. Same thing with critical mass. You guys just block up the streets and it's just a bunch of people with bicycles. Not even with the motors on, so it doesn't sound cool. It's just like a silent drive-by of people just clogging up the streets quietly. <laughs> What's holding us up? Oh, my God, these bicycle nerds. I've been there. NSA just joined the chat. <laughs> what up, Dro? Fitzdal Maria, Martin Goku. What's up, man? 305 Angel, Wine Poppy. Alfredo, what's going on, man? Welcome. So, uh, yeah, I also read an article that a, a helicopter... Flew into Miami Beach, like just landed in the water. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. But man, oh man, these going outside in Miami is being like a danger, man. Pretty soon, we all just got to stay indoors. I can't wait to start nightclubbing with a VR headset. You know, that's what we should do. Yeah, Miami should look into that. Mayor Suarez, that sounds like something Mayor Suarez would definitely get in on. Virtual nightclubbing, where you go out, you start talking to strangers in the virtual world. Right, you start doing blow in the comfort of your own home. 
what are they going to do? Put police officers in the metaverse? Is, is that blow you're doing? Uh, no, this is an NFT. <laughs> this ain't real. All right. And then, you know, you meet out, you meet people local here in the virtual space. You start dancing with them. You start grinding. Right. And you don't have to worry about bulging up. Right. Because it ain't real. They're like, hey, I like your VR dance moves. Your avatar looks nice. I live in so-and-so. Why don't you come over my house? And next thing you know, you take it from the VR to the bedroom in your own home. Most likely, you're going to get catfished. But, hey, it's still something that we can look forward to in Miami. I don't want to be stuck in traffic anymore. I don't want to go out on the beach and have a helicopter slam in the ocean where I'm trying to take a dip in. All right? It's already bad enough that I'm going into the waters when it's freezing. Now I got to worry about helicopter fuel going in on there. You know? Michael HDB, what's going on? Anthony G. Alvarado. Let's look at this thing up, man. This thing was wild. Helicopter landing in the in the uh, in the in the beach. Miami helicopter. How the hell did it happen? Grieving attorney was injured in South Beach helicopter crash. Oh, all right. Let's go to the display here, guys. Here we go. Let's read this article. <coughs> um. I've seen helicopters flying over Miami Beach whenever I go and take a dip, right? You look up, and then there's, like, a helicopter with, like, an LED screen or maybe, like, a banner saying, hey, everybody, go out to club space. Now, uh, this helicopter, I don't know what the purpose was, but it fell down into the water. Three of who survived the crash. I thought everybody survived. Attorney Morgan Geller was among the three who survived the crash. Okay, so everybody did survive of a four-seat lightweight helicopter that fell into the ocean feet away from a crowded beach on Saturday. The Robinson R44 heli- uh, helicopter's pilot said his training kicked in when he crashed in the shallow water shortly after 1 p.m. Man, and it was in the shallow waters. Imagine you trying to take a dip, right, worrying about somebody taking your phone in the sand, and then now you got to worry about sharks and helicopters. Good Samaritans quickly jumped into the action. Shout out to Miami. Shout out to Miami because they knew that as Good Samaritans, they're going to get their... Somebody was recording. They knew somebody was recording. Hell, I would have I would have done it too. I would have jumped in and helped out. I would have came out. People would have been with their cameras on. Would be holding the guy over my shoulder. Be like, "Yo, we did it. You good? You good? Yo, MiamiComedy.com. <laughs> Throwing a quick promo on the video. <laughs> Yo, you doing a good job, man. Help him out. Help him out. Yo, visit MiamiComedy.com for live shows. And then you just pick the guy up. Be like, "All right, I got you, man. I got you." The whole beach ran to the scene. Like ten guys pulling the skid down, so it didn't collapse over because it was sitting on the blade. When the blade snapped, the helicopter started going over, so we are pulling the skid down. Two guys were inside pulling the passengers out. Miami Beach Fire Rescue personnel took the pilot's wife and Geller to Jackson Memorial Hospital, where they remained on Monday. Their condition was stable. The pilot wasn't injured. Geller had already been going through difficulties. Attorney uh, fiancé recently died in Miami Beach. What are the odds? Wow. Sorry to hear, brother. Damn. And you can even see the, they, they made a gif out of the water with the helicopter. <laughs> Why would somebody make a GIF? Terrible, I'm telling you, man. The people things do for media. Friend said she began, she'd been grieving since he suffered a head injury that appeared to be related to a golf cart fall. Investigators yet determine the cause of the helicopter crash. The Robinson Helicopter Company, model R44 and R442 helicopters are popular and have been subject of scrutiny by both the National Transportation Safety Board and Federal Aviation Administration. <laughs> oh boy, R44 have had several FFAA worthiness directives, including. All right, so this is uh, 
Yeah, and then you got videos here. Let's take a look at this video. Shout Dreaming out to Miami. Doctor? Oh, of course. Make the it ads. A reality at the number one. Pro- here we go. Here we go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Here we go. Dangerously close to swimmers as it fell from the sky with several people on board. Amazingly, everyone made it out alive, but two passengers remain in the hospital. And that's where we find Local 10's Rosh Lowe live in Miami with more on who... And everybody that came out there, everybody that went out there, if you notice their tans, the tans were impeccable. All the guys, I don't know if there were any women, but I saw nothing but biceps and muscle meat and very, very nice tans. So congratulations, Miami, for having your newsworthy moment and looking amazing. (laughs) You really made us look good. These victims are and how they're doing right now, Rosh. Well, first off here, the pilot just did an incredible job. We spoke with that pilot by phone, and he he told me he did absolutely everything he could, put his training into use to save lives. Then we have the backstory of somebody else on this helicopter. Take a listen. In the moments before this helicopter went down into the ocean off Miami Beach. How scary is it that everywhere in Miami there's cameras? The fact that there is a camera capturing this helicopter making its descent into the water in what appears to be somebody's mansion, or is that a hotel? You can't even tell the difference between uh, luxury homes and hotels these days. And it, it, the quality is just amazing. It's not like that black and white blurry stuff. You can actually see in the distance the helicopter coming down. On Saturday, you can see flames coming from the chopper. Local 10 spoke to the pilot, Robert Arkin, who said he landed the helicopter in the exact spot to save lives. He was able to walk away. His wife and Morgan Geller are in the hospital recovering. Geller, an attorney, has already dealt with hardships. Back in November, Local 10 covered the story when her fiancé, Jorgen Slotch, tragically died on Miami Beach when he fell out of a golf cart. Now she's in the hospital after surviving a helicopter crash. My family was telling me when they saw the helicopter, was telling me, Anna, come, come, come. He's going down, he's going down. The Federal Aviation Administration tells us the Robinson R-44 helicopter went down under unknown circumstances. Video shows the moments people jumped in to help the victim. Shout out to Miami. You did the right thing, guys. I'm sure a lot of you guys pulled out your phone, but there were people with a heart that went out and actually helped the people that were in there. Shout out to the pilot as well for landing it. I saw that, man. That thing was accurate. It started going, like, nose down, and then just before it hit the water, it started just bringing it up slightly just to land it just right into the water where there was nobody. This thing was right there on the shore. Well done, Miami. I'm proud of you. These are moments that I'm very proud of, of my city. Where people came in, they uh, responsibly pulled out their phones and recorded, and those that knew that there were plenty, all right, we got eight people recording, guys. (laughs) I volunteer to help the people while they record. Hey, get my good angle while I'm doing this. Don't forget to tag me, at Miami Comedy. You know I don't play. What up, Nashant? Nashant. Uh, sounds like he needs to stay away from Miami Beach. Yeah, my, well, my, well, that's the thing about Miami Beach, man. Eventually, hey, Nashant coming in hard with the badges. 
Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Go, financial freedom, one badge at a time, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, the thing is, when you live in Miami Beach, that's another thing about going out in Miami, that you're bound to get yourself into dangers. Because Miami Beach, there's always something going on. It's just one of those areas in the city where it's either crime, accidents, drugs, uh, or, you know, uh, robbery, whatever. You know, all that stuff is happening at the same time. It's like Mi Miami Beach by itself is like a metaverse of, of multiverses, <laughs> right? Everybody is on their own lane doing their own thing, and then they all collide in Miami Beach. Whether you're a tourist or a local, your life is somewhat in danger, but at least you're having a good time. That's the best thing about Miami Beach. People know it's a risk, but they still go anyway because it's so lit. Um, I left to Deerfield today, buddy. I have to leave Miami. Oh, well, hey, man. You know, you can always just tune in virtually. That's the great thing about this podcast. But I appreciate all the support, Najant. All the best for you in Deerfield. As a matter of fact, speaking of my, uh, Miami Beach, the beaches in Deerfield are wonderful. Lots of Brazilians there. I used to go to Deerfield Beach. They have that nice place where they go fishing, that bridge over in the middle, and then nothing but Brazilian restaurants all over the place. And then occasionally you got the Brazilian women going to the beach, and you got those tan booties, right? I've been there, man. Deerfield Beach is one of those underrated beaches in South Florida. If you can, con if you can consider Deerfield Beach, South Florida. I think you can. It's only an hour up north. Used to go there all the time. Back in my drinking days. I used to go to Deerfield Beach and bring uh, acai vodka and just stare out into the ocean and just get drunk, having a good old time. Um, Lorenzo Sands, welcome to the chat, Ju July 78. Nazian says, Suarez is like having Tony Montana at the helm. Oh, is <laughs> you're still talking about that? Yeah, man. Why? I'm going back to the rant. I don't care. I don't care, y'all. I'm going back to the rant. Why would you want anyone other than Suarez in office representing Miami as our mayor? Why would you want anyone else, man? The fact that the guy started Miami Coin, people actually funded it, and then he pulled the money out and did who knows what with it <laughs> anonymously. That is so awesome to me. It, it really is an investment. If you invested into Miami Coin, you really invested in the city and what it stands for. That money went to drugs. Uh, it went to probably some corrupt uh, activities. And maybe, you know, a little bit went to infrastructure. Yeah, just a little bit. Just for good measure. We don't want karma coming back and biting us, right? <laughs> Look, God, here I am stealing money, but a portion of the proceeds go for good. <laughs> When somebody says portion of the proceeds, that's, that's just you trying to do good so that the karma doesn't get, get too much. The karma doesn't come back around too harshly. <laughs> that's actually a joke right there. Hey, we did it. <laughs> portion of the proceeds means that <laughs> a little bit of good is done through the band. <laughs> All right, so if you ever see portion of the proceeds, you know something bad is happening. But at least they tried. <laughs> it went to the building to bring back <laughs> Big Pussycat. <laughs> ha, 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 
How many times did Pink Pussycat open and close? I thought it was open. Isn't Pink Pussycat open again? I think somebody bought it off. Let me see. Back to the display we go. Pink Pussycat. Which is another dangerous place to go out to uh, in Miami. You go out to Pink Pussycat, (laughs) your life is in the air. No one knows. Oh, yeah, it is closed. Again. They tried bringing this thing back so many times. And no one wants to buy it and turn it into anything else. What are you going to turn Pink Pussycat into? You know? I should buy it and and call it the Pink Pussycat Comedy Club. (laughs) Grand, (laughs) Look at this. Pink Pussycat, grand opening... November 27th, 2019. And then, bam! COVID. I'm so sorry, Pink Pussycat. Club Pink Pussycat was first opened in 1925. Holy. So it, this, this place was open during the, uh, the Roaring Twenties. And quick, this is like a place that uh, Gatsby used to visit back in the day. Uh, when, was the, when was the Great Depression? So the Great Depression started in 1929 till 1933, so four years before the Great Depression. <laughs> it probably closed during the Great Depression, too. <laughs> Pink Pussycat just has, like, bad luck, you know? It started in 1925, four years later, the Great Depression. Then it reopened in 2019, Then ne- in the next six months, COVID. <laughs> can, we, can we have our strip club back? Speak, talk about karma. Oh, man, Club Pink Pussycat was first opened in early 1925 and quickly became a landmark. It was the most popular night spot for more than five decades and the first to offer full nudity and full liquor. Hey, the more you know. Uh, The first place in Miami to offer full nudity and full liquor. Now that is a great combination. Liquor and nudity. You can't go wrong. 8,000 square feet of adult entertainment. Do you need that much? 12 pristine champagne rooms. Oh, you know what that means. VIP rooftop so you can get a nice view of Little Havana. (laughs) Oasis Cabana coming soon. Pink Pussycat, I hope you come back. Um, Yeah, every time I drive by Pink Pussycat, I always look. I've never been inside. I've heard great things. And every time I meet somebody age 50 and older, they always tell me about it. Oh, the best club. If you really want to do some blow and you really want to meet the people of Miami that make the city go round, you got to go to Pink Pussycat. Uh, Porky's was the most dangerous. I never heard of Porky's. Let me see. Porky's, Miami. Uh, South Florida's sleaziest strip club. Whoa, <laughs> another place. See, that's the thing about Miami, man. Miami's dangerous. You go outside, your life is on the line, everybody. Uh, can't You can't read the article. Running porkies. Uh, <laughs> they murdered a guy in here a couple of days ago. What? Jesus, Miami. Uh, oh, I don't even want to read this article. It's kind of a downer. It's about a murder. 
drugs. Notor- it's, it's in Hialeah. Hialeah Drive, notorious for drugs, prostitution, and violence. Where he was a part-time pip, part-bouncer, and completely untouchable. Police completely raided the club. All right. <laughs> I got nothing for this. <laughs> but th- places like that represents Miami. All right? Th- that is what gives Miami its history. That is what allows us to thrive as a touristy spot. Hell, people that fly down to Miami are like, hey, guys, let's get ourselves into some trouble and pay high prices. That's what Miami's all about. It's a thrill of putting your life at risk and spending hundreds of dollars a day making mistake after mistake. And then when you get back on the plane, you, you probably can't even take your luggage back because you can't afford the baggage fees. <laughs> I went so hard in Miami, I can't take my luggage back. I don't got the $60 for the fee. Uh, dude, yes. <laughs> I told you, Porky's. HIV's main outbreak was at Porky's. <laughs> uh, the history of HIV. It all started at Porky's in Hialeah back in the 80s. <laughs> um, the Curtis Mansion. I, I've been to the Curtis Mansion. Yeah, the Curtis Mansion. I, I've done a show in Curtis Mansion with uh, Mario Ramil. Uh, that is in Miami Gardens, right? Miami Springs. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Nice place. Uh, Pink Peace should be turned into a co-working space. <laughs> Don't even change the name. <laughs> Pink Pussy Cat should turn into a co-working space. Just that alone is hilarious. Uh, Jonah N says, untouchable bouncer pimp. That should be labeled on the back of a shirt. <laughs> you sell that as merch. Bring back Porky's. Porky's shirt line. No need to reopen the, the, the strip club. Just do open up a shirt line and then just get any newspaper headline coming from Porky's and just make shirts out of that. Hell, you can even put Najian's, uh, uh a slogan here on one of those Porky shirts. HIV's main outbreak was at Porky's. <laughs> oh, man. And then the next one, untouchable bouncer pimp. Najian says, uh, Winwood is like two blocks from the pork and beans, and I saw an Argentinian family with grandma all heading down the road. I was like, they have a gun. Anybody, I always assume everyone in Miami has a gun. I never get into fights. If I ever get into road rage, I don't do it in a way where they know it. I keep it to myself. I yell at the windshield by myself. If somebody looks in the rearview mirror, I stop. I keep a straight face. If I accidentally cut somebody off and they pull up next to me, straight face, I don't get into any beef with anybody in the city of Miami because I always assume you're packing and you got that Miami anger in you. All right? And I don't want to be the kind of guy that goes down over a traffic stop. You know what I'm saying? This is a terrible way to go. What happened to Manny? He yelled at somebody. No! Not the yelling at a stranger. Why would you do that? Hell, I even treat homeless people. With respect in this city. You never know. Hell no, I ain't going down like that. That's the best advice. Absolutely. I treat everybody like you're strapped. It makes me a very peaceful person. <laughs> and I am a very peaceful person, man. You know how many times some somebody's been yelling at me or starting beef with me? I'm just like, hey, hey it's all good. It's all good. It's all good, man. It can be the scrawniest Five foot four guy ever. I'd be like, yeah, it's all good. We don't got to go this way. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, man. We good. You know? 
I don't mess with anybody in Miami. I swallow my pride, right? I know how this city can get. It could be the nerdiest guy. You could wear a Star Wars shirt, and I'll be like, yo, don't pull out your blaster, Han Solo. All right? We, we don't need to know who shot first. Oh, man. That's the best advice. Look straight ahead. Yeah, man. Don't get into road rage. You never know who you're dealing with out there. Ever. Ever. Getting angry with... Getting getting angry out when you go out into Miami, getting angry at strangers is the dumbest thing ever. You don't even know who they are and you're getting angry? Why would they drain your energy like that? Don't ever let anybody make you that angry. Hell, if you don't get angry easily... You're, l- you're less risk-aversive for anybody fighting you or, uh, God forbid, you know, hurting you, right? And your day isn't ruined if you know how to control your anger. I never let anybody outside get me angry. Not like that, you know? Not like that where I confront them in the streets, stranger to stranger. That's dumb. You know, somebody cuts me off, ah, go ahead. Hopefully I'm getting roadhead. It doesn't even matter. Ah, it's all good. Play it. Go ahead and take it. I'm having a blast. Um, make Miami comedy bulletproof vest a special combo with a t-shirt. <laughs> In pink and blue. Najin says, uh, sometimes when people try to road rage with me, I have to act like I'm disabled in order to get off and chill. The coladas make Miami road rage an issue. Hey, man, whatever the case is, road rage, even, even just a little bit of road rage can ruin your entire day. You know, you could be out there ready to have a good time, and then somebody, uh, you know, pisses you off, and it's something dumb, you know, something really dumb. Somebody stops in the middle of the road, or somebody doesn't turn left when the turn's green. Like, getting, getting angry and ruining a whole 24 hours over something like that is a waste of time. Don't get angry, Miami. I'm telling you, it'll make our city a lot better. Um. Too much coladas. <laughs> yeah, the caffeine probably adds to that. And don't forget the cocaine. The cocaine makes you feel invincible. All right? Be careful with the dark liquor. Dark liquor makes you fight anybody. Um, there's times, bro, I, I've been in situations where the guy that's confronting me, I knew that I wouldn't, it's probably happened like once or twice in my life. Not too many times. I'm pretty good at avoiding fights. Really good at talking my way out of them. But there's a couple of people that kind of push the boundary where it's like, oh, you really want to go down. Uh, there was this one guy I remember at a bar and the way he was talking to me was like, man, I could slap the hell out of this guy right now. And I know he won't do a damn thing, but he keeps talking to me like he wants to, like, I'll never forget. I'll never say who it is, but I can feel my hand warming up. And I was just going to give him a really, really right across the face when the way this guy was talking to me and he just kept, he just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I could just see he was really drunk. And I go, man, if I just landed one right now, I know you won't do nothing. Hell, you'll probably go to sleep. But I was like, you know what? I'm not as drunk as you. You're drunk. And I don't want you to feel. <laughs> I felt bad for the guy because I don't want the guy to wake up and be like, yo, man, he slapped me. Damn. You know, like, and, fe- and you know that feeling you get when you're sober and you're like, what did I do last night? Oh, no. Right. And surely enough, I didn't do it. And then the next day. You know, he, he apologized, like, yo, man, I know I got loud last night. Sorry about all that. It's like, it's all good. And then he never got loud with me again. But imagine if I did slap the sh- Imagine if I did slap him. <laughs> we probably wouldn't be friends anymore. You know what I'm saying? Easily resolved by just holding back and be like, no, God. God, guide my hand. No, God, no. 
Oh, man. I seen a guy in a wheelchair get up and try to fight some other dude. <laughs> oh, divine intervention came in for that fight. <laughs> hey, Peppy Cool over on YouTube. What's going on, man? Falling home and egg their car. No, there's too many cameras. We just saw that on the news. There's cameras everywhere, Peppy. Yeah, I can see your comments. I am a lover, not a fighter, for sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's funny, Jonah. I've seen a guy in a wheelchair get up and try to fight some other dude. Rage has no boundary. Divine intervention, baby. Oh, man. Najin says, my car warranty is always about to end. How many Miami scams capital are in the world? You know what? But that's one of the things. We talked about this. That's one of the things that Miami teaches you. Miami teaches you to be immune to scams and dealing with people that are dangerous. You know? You don't want to deal with those kinds of people. But Miami shows them to you on a daily basis. So by the time you go out into the real world outside of Miami, you can just be like, this guy's a scammer. This guy reminds me of the mayor. This cryptocurrency looks like a scam. How can you tell? Back in my city, there was a coin called Miami coin. Yeah, it had the exact same qualities as this one, so this is not a good investment. Wow, Miami taught you that? One of the best cities to learn in. There's book smarts, street smarts, and then Miami smarts, where you learn. Uh, Self-control, absolutely. Self-control is one of those disciplines in life that no one knows how to teach you but yourself. And if you do know how to do self-control, your life will go places. We can go anywhere on earth and we don't get scammed. If you're from Miami, you have an immunity to being scammed. You can't get scammed. It's impossible. If you haven't gotten scammed in Miami or know how to prevent scams in Miami, you can go anywhere. Hell, you can go to India, one of the scam countries of the world where there's always people trying to hack your stuff and go into your accounts. You'll be like, I know you. I know you. There's people like you back in Miami doing the exact same thing, trying to gain my trust trying to ask me for the password, saying my car warranty's expired. I don't even drive a car. I drive an ATV. <laughs> I drive an ATV and I block up the streets. Some men in Hialeah and Doral also hold grudges. Oh, Doral and Hialeah are beefing, yeah, because they're right across from each other. You know? Peace and love makes a difference, Absolutely. Stop driving and observe road rage. That's a pretty good start for self-control. When I, get, when I started uh, calming down on road rage, I have better days. I don't worry as much. I don't get anxious. Road rage really can be one of those little things in life that can ruin back-to-back. Uh, -back. So if you have road, ra road rage like three days in a row, you know, you're, you're stressing yourself out over something silly. You know? What I do is I look at the people in the face that make me angry in the streets. I look at them. I just look at I just look at the the driver. You guys ever do that? You guys ever just pull up to somebody just to look at their face? And I look at their face and I feel like you're a human just like me. But man, you're dumb. You are dumb. And I forgive you. I forgive you for being so dumb. And then you get along with your day. You don't got to worry about nothing because you forgave your your fellow neighbor, your fellow dumb neighbor. I'm, you're so dumb. <sighs> Thank God I'm not that dumb. What a blessing. <laughs> And the next thing you know, you feel better. All right? There you go, guys. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of The Dangers of Going Out in Miami. Don't get angry. Be careful out there. Have fun. Take your risk. All right? That's what Miami's all about. It's all about the thrill. It's all about enjoying this city 
and I hope you guys enjoy your Monday. And with that being said, if you guys want to help the podcast out, all right, if you guys want to go out in the city of Miami and look sharp, we've got these Miami comedy shirts. We got them in blue and in pink, all right? And for the crypto nerds, these are NFT designs. Go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop. Grab yours because we are almost sold out, baby. I'm glad to say we're down to 20% inventory. Large, blue large is officially sold out. Extra large, there's only one left. Medium, only two left. Pink, only three mediums left. There's a whole bunch of extra large for pink. Right? Because the ladies in Miami stay in shape. We don't need extra large. <laughs> All right? And, of course, subscribe to the YouTube channel like Peppy Cooled In so that you guys can see the full version of the podcast, including the dynamic cameras and my screen whenever we we read an article. Thank you all very much for tuning into the podcast. I appreciate it. Shout out to Najyant for once again buying badges. I'll see you guys tomorrow, 6 p.m. Have a good night, y'all.